BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Almost 8 o'clock. <laughs> I have been waiting for this for so long, man. I'm so ready. Oh, man, I love this show. Yeah, yes. Here we go. Yes, yes. Woo. Now, now she, she screwed her over? Yeah, but not before she screwed her over first. Oh. What are those? The big baller twos. What did you pay for those? Five fifty. Five dollars and fifty cents. Five hundred and fifty dollars. Five hundred. Oh. Now, did she screw her best friend over? Not before she called her friend a. That'll do it. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Keith Murphy alongside John Sears. Uh, What's Bugging Andy is coming up in uh, about 15 minutes or so. Uh, I have not seen, we did see Real Housewives at 8 p.m. Yeah, this is great. uh, Of Potomac. Yeah. Shouldn't just say Real Housewives. You know there's more than one on Bravo. Uh, I've not seen Game of Thrones yet, so I've been on a total, like, Social social media blackout because I, I don't want any spoilers. We've waited a long time. Now this is this is just a, a show about like a government being overthrown, like thrown, like like oh, the overthrowing no. a government. That's what this is about. No, so it's, it's a, no. like a political show. No, it's no, not at all. Game it's, of it's, overthrowing. It's a show where a, a, a bunch of different people are trying to get to the the Iron Throne. They're trying to take over all the countries. Oh, so kind of like capture the flag, but maybe then like a political style, like capture the throne. It, it is nothing like capture. Well, it is a little bit. Uh, you can sound off at 515-282-9010. Among hot topics, uh, the Cubs give up a lot for pitcher Ooh. Jose Quintana, but uh, so far, so good. Uh, Quintana dom- just dominated in his first yeah. outing. How many strikeouts he have? 12. 12 strikeouts. 12 strikeouts. Uh, Rice and DeChambeau. Who? DeChambeau. He rallies late to steal the John Deere Classic. And Roger Federer wins Wimbledon for the eighth time. That's his 19th Grand Slam. He's the best. Call us at 515-282-9010 on one of those topics or any interesting topic. It is time to sound off. (laughs) Urbandale's Olivia Lacona went to an Iowa Cubs game two weeks ago and suffered a fan's worst nightmare. A screaming line drive thumped Lacona right in the forehead. The baseball hit her skull so hard, the ball ricocheted back to the infield. iCub players reacted with fear. First responders hustled to help, and Olivia never lost consciousness. Word quickly spread across social media that an iCubs fan could be in bad shape. Olivia eventually left for the hospital under her own power, even managing a smile. Doctors told her she had a brain bleed 
and severe concussion. Then something refreshing happened. No one blamed anyone. No one hid. Olivia said she wasn't paying attention. She was talking to a friend. And next time, she'll keep her eyes on the game. In a world where people sue because their coffee is hot, lighthearted Olivia said she can't wait to go back. I'd love to go back. I love the iCubs. The iCubs didn't go into hiding. They put on a public relations clinic. The iCubs sent Olivia the ball, a signed bat, an autographed Schwarber lineup, and offer of a skybox. They also released the video. Nothing to hide. Iowa was one of the first clubs to voluntarily extend safety netting, but this ball reached just beyond. The iCubs made their media relations director available to Channel 13, and Shelby Cravens could not have been better. We never want someone to leave saying, oh, I'm never going to go to a ball game again. You know, I got, I got injured and I got hurt and want to be scared of this place. We still want to keep it that happy, fun environment. A foul ball can kill a fan. And with so many heads down, it might just be a matter of time. But accidents happen and all involved know the risks involved. This was scary, but it made me feel better about people, not to mention our local baseball team. Man, so good to see Olivia doing well, man. That's just a scary sight. Okay, Keith, summertime is typically a slower time in sports, but it's uber busy in the NBA. Even though the season ended over a month ago, free agency, which is a lot like Oprah handing out cars. You get 100 million, you get 50 million, you never play, but you get 10 million. Contracts are crazy. Now, stars, I can understand. James Harden signed with the Rockets. Four years, 228 million. In his final season, he'll make $570,000 per game. Steph Curry, five years, 200 mil, which you could probably argue is a little low for all Curry has done for that franchise. Kevin Durant re-signed with Golden State and actually took a pay cut. Two years, 53 million. 27 mil per year is a pay cut? Again, I understand the big salaries for stars, but it's also the lesser known players cashing in. Take Jeru Holiday from the Pelicans. Many of you watching have no idea who Jeru Holiday is or that he spells his first name J-R-U-E. Well, he just signed for five years and $126 million. This is a guy that's maybe a top 15 point guard in the league. Tim Hardaway Jr. isn't on any top player rankings list, and he signed for $71 million with the Knicks. Ever heard of Langston Galloway? $21 million. How about this guy? Recognize him? Joe Ingles. You know, the jazz player that averaged seven points a game last year. He got 52 million. Come on. No joke. Now, while it sounds like I'm bagging on the players, I'm not. It's just crazy the amount of money even average players make. But on the flip side, I'd much rather see the players get paid and keep more money out of the pockets of greedy owners. I know it's said that this money is coming in. You have to do something with it because yeah. of the, they the make them pay the they players. They make that much yeah. money. Here's an idea. Lower the price of tickets so fans can afford to go to games. Maybe not charge $15 for a 16-ounce beer. Maybe charge $8. Yeah. I have some ideas of how you can do something with some Lower of that money. Lower the salaries. Yeah. Besides, give it to who was the guy on the jazz? Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. That looked like a... That like, look, he looked like he plays for the Flint <laughs> Tropics uh, with Will Ferrell. $52 million for that guy. Greg's ready to sound off at 282-9010. Uh, Greg, the Cubs have... Uh, come out of the post-All-Star break. 
on fire. Three straight wins and got a great performance today out of Quintana. What did you think? Well, I think uh, Madden was uh, genius only selecting one player. I think it was Davis, the closer, because I think it was motivating his players. But I, I actually wanted to talk about Dr. J would wipe the floor with Kevin Durant. Well, I don't know if that has uh, been proven, but Dr. J was a was a great player. I did find it interesting. What was the, the word Steve Kerr used? Um, it, it was like great sacrifice or... There Something some, about Durant taking the pay cut? Yes, and yeah. relatively speaking, he did take less than he could get, but it's just really hard to sell to the American public that, hey, this guy's making a really big sacrifice. He's got to feed his family. He's he's gonna he's gonna take fifty five million or fifty seven what was it yeah, twenty seven mil per year twenty seven only fifty four yeah. million fifty four million gotta yeah. put food on the table with that Keith time for lookalikes with a local connection I don't fault them I wish somebody would uh, offer me that but I, <laughs> I know I don't have I'd that, take the money I don't have them. that unique skill set that Kevin Durant does a tiny ref judges and Amy Knoll from Des Moines says Channel thirteen reporter Mike De Silva. Looks like former Saturday Night Live star John Lovitz. Tiny Rep, is that the ticket? De Silva's got great hair. It's amazing. Uh, De Silva's hair. I think he was voted best hair in Des Moines. Like he last was. Year. Yeah. De Silva's hair has, has its own contract. Soon probably going to have its own Twitter page. Uh, Brian C. in Beaverdale says, uh, Dreamin' Big founder Scott Krava looks like minor leaguer Tim Tebow. Hmm. Tiny Ref, how do you rule? Two good ones. Yeah, compliment, right? Well, excuse me, guys, but I've been trying to look on the bright side. In this particular case, that got me nowhere. So it's back to What's Bugging Andy next. You can follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. You see uh, some of the tweets going by on the bottom of your screen now. Justin writes, pretty rare in this day and age that a career bench player spends entire career with same franchise. Great career, Nick. Talking about Iowa Falls native Nick Collison re-signing with the Thunder for one more season. Yeah, happy to see that. Co-hosted SoundOff. And, and I think it's going to be his 15th season with so the Thunder. That pension. Oh, and the Sonics. Yeah. Sonics, then Thunder. That pension's just rolling in. You have the Seattle Supersonics. Seattle's still not over that. Andy loved covering Fred Hoiberg while Fred coached Iowa State. But Andy says that's not happening again. It's what's bugging Andy. Well, guys, it's funny the way we're able to spin our own brains, right? I mean, we see or hear something that we don't like. We can filter it, pick out just the parts that we like, or moreover, spin our own brains until we come up with a new version of the truth that we could deal with a little better. Now, I do it too. Take Fred Hoiberg, for example. Now, he left Iowa State just when he really had things going well. George Niang and Monte Morris are young, recruits are pouring in. Why would he want to leave that? We don't like it. So, we get the brain spinning and then we come up with something. He only left because it was the Bulls, and that was his ultimate dream job, and uh, $25 million, and yes, anything less than that, and he would not have left Iowa State. We feel a little better, 
And when things don't go well for Fred in Chicago and looking like maybe this NBA thing isn't going to work out, we start thinking that maybe there's a chance he'll return to Iowa State somewhere down the road. All the while ignoring the fact that if Fred really liked being a college coach, he wouldn't have quit his college coaching job. Well, this week, we brain spinners were dealt another blow when Hoiberg was quoted as saying he didn't just dislike recruiting, he effing hated recruiting. And that's a gigantic part of the college coaching job, especially in a place like Ames, not easy to get recruits there. Oh, man, it sounds like a fatal blow unless we get the brain spinning again. He could get a, a staff of great recruiters to do the work for him. Yes, yes. If he were to come back, he'd make Iowa State buck up for great assistant coaches who do all the recruiting for him, and they do that because they would do anything for Fred Hoiberg. And there's a chance that could happen. Well, all right, enough. Sometimes we need to check ourselves out of the loony bin and see the bold, highlighted, underlined, italicized writing on the wall for the reality that it is. Fred Hoiberg ain't coming back to coach at Iowa State. And Iowa State really doesn't want a coach who not only effing hates a key element of the job, but has also already left that job once. And it's okay. It's not personal, Sonny, it's business. Now, about this Mayweather-McGregor fight, I mean, experts say it's a million to one, but if McGregor comes out swinging right at the opening bell and Mayweather's overconfident, well, here we go again. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Yes, we can talk our way into a few things, can't we, John? Oh, yeah. Uh, Cubs back over 500 and Jose Quintana. Could not have had a much better start. Uh, you believe in the Cubs, Cubs again? Cubs win. Yeah, 515-282-9010. Ben in Ankeny has a thought on Quintana coming up next. Also an open line, 282-9010. Who's in your five 90s baseball movies, Ooh, John? This is right some good in your wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. You're probably going to want to argue. That's next on Sound Off. Like us on Facebook, it's the Sound Off Nation. Dave comments on the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Overhyped, enough already. Not sure what's worse. This or the shoe of the day in the NBA Summer League. Like, you got the big baller twos. I got the baller twos, yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't know that those are out, but I got them. You got them, yeah. 550. 550, yeah. 550. Yeah. Uh, who's in your five in honor of CNN's miniseries, The 90s, and the resumption of baseball season after the All-Star break? Uh, John, these are my favorite 90s baseball movies. There were many. There were more than 10. Oh, these yeah. are my, my favorite. Oh, five. yeah. Yeah, Rookie of the Year. I give the slight edge to Rookie of the Year over a uh, Little Big League. Yeah, got to go. Yeah, Henry Rowan Gartner. Yeah, throwing the, the it, floater. Little Big League's a little darker. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah go to, on the positive side. All right, go to the positive. And number four. Mr. Baseball. I think this is an underrated movie. It's a culture clash of, of Magnum P.I. playing baseball <laughs> in Japan. Um, it gets the edge over the should have been better Major League Two. But I think one of the good things here is, is Tom Selleck looks like he could really play baseball. Yeah, the mustache in the 90s, that's a big hit. The mustache was a co-star in this movie. <laughs> At number three, 
for love of the game. Kevin Costner's third best baseball movie. He loves baseball movies. Dangerously close to chick flick yeah. status, John. But Vin Scully calling a perfect game, even in the movies, I'm in. He was good. Can't go wrong with Costner in a sports movie. All right, number two, A League of Their Own. Yep. Uh, John Lovett's Steel Scenes. And Mike DeSilva's hair, by the way, now has its own Twitter account. Told Speaking you. Speaking of John Lovett's. Uh, and Tom Hanks delivers one of the greatest lines in movie history, not just sports movie history, movie history. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> That's a great line. It's a great line. Yeah. And number one. Oh. Does anybody disagree? This Sandlot. is it. Memories of playing baseball uh, and memories at their best. Playing with your buddies in the summer. It, 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 not playing a video game. Playing actual baseball. And on July 4th, playing under the lights, under yeah. the fireworks, in the sandlot. Ray Charles singing, you're killing me, Smalls. My kids watched this last week. This is one that doesn't really ever get old. You can watch the sandlot forever. Love it. Two, two movies that people forget about. Major League and Field of Dreams, both in 1989. That's why they didn't make the cut for the 90s. 90s baseball yep. movies. There's a few good ones. Love the Sandlot. Uh, the sequel is okay. But have you the, watched that? Yeah. The, yeah, you it, got the original's better. Yeah. All right. Let's get to uh, Ben and Ankeny. Then we'll talk to Era, Eric in uh, Osceola. Ben, we mentioned you had some thoughts on Cubs pitching. Do you think this Quintana edition is enough to make the Cubs a contender to repeat? Oh, yeah. Ben, that's your answer? Stunned. Oh, yeah, is your answer? <laughs> now that Quintana's on with the Cubs, thank God, I think somebody ought to be bold enough to put another quarter of a million dollar bet on the Cubs winning the World Series again. Hey, why don't you be that man, Ben? Why don't you put a quarter mil down on the Cubs to win it all? You know who could? Yeah. Joe Ingles. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> You put money down with mine, and we'll go for it. All right. There, is, uh, there are fewer things more unpredictable in the postseason than Major League Baseball. Yeah, the wild card team can take out the best team in baseball. Yeah, with that long gauntlet. So I'm not going to do that. The Dodgers, by the way. Man, the Dodgers. The Dodgers are so good. Yeah. Uh, and the Astros are it looks way like, out ahead. It looks like Dodgers-Astros right now. But the Cubs are only four and a half back of the Brewers. They went in on Quintana. They gave up a lot of minor league prospects. But they're all in for this year because, because they're only four and a half back. Eric is in Osceola. Eric, these uh, Cyclone basketball players doing well in the summer league. Like, uh, like Naz, Monte Morris has looked more mature than most of the players out there. You know who did good tonight? Who? Matt Thomas. Scored, Matt, tw scored 20 points. Matt played, Thomas can shoot. Better, I'm, better I'm starting to ball. think maybe this Iowa State team <laughs> should have been even better. Right? They're, they're doing they're really great well in the, in the summer league. In the NBA uh, summer league, what do you think there, Eric? Well, yeah, guys, I was going to say, Venus Cyclones and these uh, last two graduating classes, they've been really easy to cheer for. Matt Thomas tonight, six or seven from the three-point. But with him and Naz and Monte, what do you guys see? You know, George got waved. What's your prediction on these uh, last two uh, graduating classes from Iowa State? Two of the best that they've that have ever come through Iowa State for sure. Uh, George, man, there's the injury right there. You hope he can get picked up by the team. Um, I, you know, I think he's a G League player. I think Monte's going to play in the G League for at least a year, only because Denver has three point guards ahead of him. So I think they're going to give him a year in the G League, then he's bring him up. Really good, he's been the best, but he's got a lot of competition in front of him. Uh, Matt Thomas, a lot of people are saying, is a G League player as well, and, and he showed it in the in the summertime. And Nas has been great too. They've all played well. And the Pelicans gave. Uh, Peter Jock finally gave him a start, gave him a chance. 
And he responds with what, 22 points? 22 points, 5 of 10 from behind the arc. Yeah, and I think uh, he's, I think Jock is now looking for a, a, another team to kind of hook up with because I saw him tweet something about, you know, Pelicans, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, they may be trimming their roster a little bit. But uh, uh, as far as the Cyclones go, man, they've been looking good in the, in the summer league. Yeah, they have. Uh, the circus stops in Las Vegas. Maybe you saw this. It was part of a four-city tour. Uh, Who's in your five is next. It is live on SoundOff, plus final calls, 515-282-9010. We do have an open line here, July SoundOff. You can always email the show at soundoff at whotv.com. The Big 12 media picked Iowa State to finish ninth in football. That's out of 10 teams. Not a chance. Mark it down. The Clothens finish 7-5 and five and finish 6th in the Big 12. That's Lou and Algona. If that Calling happens, a shot. If that happens, that will be a, a really successful year because Iowa State won three games last season and two the year before. All right. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. Keith. Gary Barta met the media this week for the first time since Iowa took a discrimination beating in one court case and settled for an, uh, settled another for millions. Barta stands by the decisions he made, but says he's obviously upset with the verdict. What was your takeaway from Barta this week? That he was never in any danger of losing his job and that he has the full support of the people who matter most to University of Iowa athletics. I would like to have seen more contrition from Barta. I mean, jurors clearly felt he made yeah. big mistakes. But Iowa backs Barta and will get him some help in the form of a new associate AD for human resources. The McGregor Mayweather media tour got everyone all riled up this week, and I loved it. You'd love this stuff. I'm all in on this fight. I'm buying the hype. You bought it before the I'm press conferences. It. I love it. And these two didn't mince words. It's starting to turn a little ugly. A Profanity, lot of ugly. racial innuendos, and anti-gay slurs being hurled back and forth. Is this all a show, or do these guys really not like each other. Don't know about that, but they are selling the fight and they're selling it well. But at what expense? We're getting misogynistic put downs, racial epithets and homophobic slurs. And this is all going on every time they talk. I know we'll survive, but it is ugly. What about a month away till the fight? Yeah, it'll seem like a long month <laughs> to some, but I am going to watch this fight. I want to see it. As Andy said, Fred Hoiberg made it pretty clear what he didn't like about college basketball and why he's not coming back. Hoiberg, Fred, not Andy. Yeah. Andy's coming back. Hoiberg not coming back. Hoiberg, quote, effing hates recruiting. Never say never. But my takeaway from this, John, is that Fred believes, really believes, mm -hmm. he will never coach college basketball again. He wouldn't say it if he thought he, there was any chance. You have to love recruiting, and no way I'd want to do that. I'm with Fred on this. Too much yeah. sucking up. Too many people with a handout. It's just too cutthroat. I understand why he doesn't like it. The MLB All-Star Game was a pitcher's duel won by the American League. No World Series home field advantage on the line. And there were some light moments, including Nelson Cruz taking a picture with umpire Joe West before his at-bat. That, that was great. You like the all-fun All-Star Game, or would you rather have the players be locked in and win at all costs? I think baseball needs to learn from this. Players had more fun. Fans had yeah. more funds. Kids paid more attention. Make baseball fun again. Sounds like a slogan. Print the hats. Yeah. Uh, over under. Overrated. Turf field. Now, Iowa has gotten much better 
the turf has. All turf has gotten much better. But not even a sweet logo can make the fake stuff like real grass. Underrated, the grass field. You know, Iowa State still plays on the real grass, and the crew there does a great job. Voted, I think, the best field in the nation. It, they do year. a spectacular job. Yeah. Hat tip to the uh, the guys at the the field crew. Would that be the greens crew? The gr oh, the, all sorry. right, boys. This show is dragging. Let me tell you. So you got it's one July. minute. One minute to wrap it up. It's July. Give us a break. All right, um, Scott in Eagle Grove. Scott, you take a issue with maybe a baseball movie not in Who's Near Five from the 90s? I don't know if they're – they might be in the 80s. My two favorite are The Field of Dreams and uh, The Natural. Field of Dreams is 89. Missed and, it by a uh, year. Yep, and The Natural is late 80s too. Yeah, so, but those, those yeah. would be top five if it was – all top, time. Top two. Yep. Top, yeah, top my, two. My, all move, ahead, movies, my yeah. move ahead of Sandlot. Yeah, thank you. Bull Durham would be in any yeah. top five, too. Also the 80s. Maybe we need to do the 80s next yeah. week. Uh, Jason is in Urbandale. Jason, go ahead. I just want to tell Ben it's not 420 anymore. And just hope he doesn't wake and bake tomorrow morning. That'll do it for us. We are back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound off. Send off some outtakes from The Real Housewives. Maybe one is good. So she screwed her over before she's... Yeah, she screwed her over and she called her a <laughs> Okay. Friend over. Yeah, but she called her friend a <laughs> All right, look. <laughs>